Tala Falava and welcome to the Reads with Rossa podcast. This week on the show, I am joined by an avid reader, a Harry Potter fan and a hardcore Westie. Born and bred in the Efakasa Church, she is a proud Samoan woman who carries two chief titles that represent her ancestors, villages, and her ainga. Outside of her family and church commitments, she is a successful reporter and a role model in the community. She is a staunch advocate for our Pacific Island people and our stories. Welcome to the space where creators have aligned a positive and intellectual collab of open minds. For sharing and learning from one another, it's a vibe. We can watch a podcast on the mic. Subscribe, educate us, and bars. I guess you didn't know, multifaceted and humble, taking off life goals. The classroom is my comfort zone, where I plant and sow. Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy, and hope. Reading is the key to unlocking your potential. Countless benefits, including positive and mental. Regardless of the genre, books are highly influential. Go get yours, I'll get mine. Make you strive. Monumental. Come rock with me and get down to this new jam. I had a very simple plan. Educate the masses through books and life lessons. It's the grand slam. I'm out. Please introduce yourself to our audience, to our listeners. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, call Moana Takuingo. That's the extent of my tutorial. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm Moana. Um, my full name, if you ask me, it's Timuye Pai Pai Tele Leala Yoloto Vai Moana Tale Papuni Lots Paleo. But yeah, um, I only hear like the full name when I'm in trouble from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, everyone else calls me Moana. Russell calls me Monty. Um, other people call me Mo. Um, yeah, if you call me something else, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just, you know, like, um, welcome to the show again. You know, can you shout out your villages? Can you shout out your people? You know, I know you have a whole village and some behind <laughs> you. So please shout them out. Give them some love. Okay. Um, well, my dad, he's from Guamua, which is like, um, it's about, okay, I want to I want to be, I want to be a town. It's about 10 minutes from up here. <laughs> um, yeah, Tuamua Faleata. Um, if you know what Sia is, then yeah, Guamua has the best Sia. Um, my mom, she's from, um, yeah, she's Tenio Lebotsu. She's from Savai. Um, uh, my dad always jokes it takes like three trains to get to her village. Um, she's from Lilipa. Um, yeah, which is like, it's where all those nice beaches are and um, where lots of the resorts are. Um, Li Tu Tani. So, yeah, so um, what what do you call that? Afukasi, eh? <laughs> Yeah, are you a, a quarter something? something? <laughs> Man, thank you, sis, and a big, huge shout out and love to your parents. Um, you, just for everyone listening, you know, um, Monty's mum is actually my one of my mum's like man, OG, OG friends. Like when I think I, I can't remember which episode I said this in, but when I went home in in June uh, of last year, I actually recorded um, just was just recording a, uh, a conversation with mum, you know, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted her to tell her story about when she first came to New Zealand. And in her story, she talks about Monty's mum. And it's just, it's you know, it's really funny because when you hear her 
telling about their early days, you know, Henderson, Ifakasa, and, you know, they're like, early 20s it's so funny like the cheeky laugh the naughty laughing in the recording i'm like like yeah i'm like really but it's it's just beautiful beautiful uh memories that she shared and your mom uh is a huge part of that you know we have so many photos of them man they're like og uh friends from way back so again marching one day we hard out you know and it's an honor to have you here on the show um thank you for inviting me yeah Man, yeah, I mean, you know, have to, West Auckland, that's what's up. Yeah, West Side. <laughs> right. <laughs> you better keep those fingers to yourself. Thank you very much. Uh, you can probably tell from my shirt that I'm from West Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're, we're Westies hard. So, um, man, sis, it's so good mm. to have you here. And I was, man, there's just so much, so much <laughs> I want to talk about, but I'm just trying to be like, Calm yourself down, Rosa. Calm yourself down. I guess to start is um, I know you're you're everyone knows you're a reader. Okay, everyone knows you love to read. And where did that love of reading come from? Was that something that came from primary school or was it high school? No, I think it came earlier. Um hmm. out, you made me think. Um when I was little, well, you know, but everyone else here doesn't know. I'm I'm an only child. So um, I obviously, yeah, it was just me and my parents, <laughs> and um, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have much when I was really, really young, and so my parents, um, they would like write stories with me. Yeah, I, I don't know, <laughs> that sounds really abnormal, but that's what we would do. Like we would write little stories. My mum would like write out a sentence, and then I would finish the sentence or something like that, um, and then. Maybe that that was where I started reading. Like they would, my mom would bring back little books. Like, you know those. Um, well, I was gonna say Golden Circle, but that's a drink. Yeah, game. Golden Circle. <laughs> no, no, Golden Circle is a drink. <laughs> oh, Golden Golden Books. Golden Books. She would uh, she would get them. I don't know. If she, I think she'd get them from like friends or um, like secondhand books. Or, like it would be secondhand. It was never brand new. Um, I don't know if she got it from my older cousins or something, but she would come home with them um, and I would read, like, go through those books. Um, but I think, yeah, even earlier than that, it was, um, like, the love of reading started from my parents saying whangungo. Mm. Um, yeah, they would tell me stories. Like, I would I would ask to be, you know, can you tell me what Cinderella, you know, can you tell me the story <laughs> of Cinderella, Dad? And my dad was like, he doesn't know yeah he doesn't know those you know fairy tales and that so they would i would i would hear like like old school someone stories or just stories about that what they would you know how how life was in Samoa. so i think that's that's where it started uh but i was always um yeah from a young age that was something that my mom always had me do was writing so yeah, uh, it was funny because I came across like um like some old boxes from when I was in primary school, and um yeah, I had <laughs> I, I, I had like storybooks that I would just write stories. Um, it would be like basic as like my dad took me to the shop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the love of reading started from writing. Yeah, man. And so so then, were you what kind of student were you like? you know, someone who loved to read, loved to write. 
Uh, were you that like A plus <laughs> for, for the well, class student? I did that. You know, were you were you were you into sports? Did you play any sports uh, at school? Were you a netballer or? Yeah, my my dad says still says he wasted his money. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, not his money. His his being to take me to the games at eight o'clock at West Harbour. Um, this is netball, yeah. But oh man, my sporting days knackered and like primary school and intermediate. I was I really <laughs> only my cousins know this. Um. I was really a fast, like sprinter, but yeah, that that ended at um like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, now nah, I was a geek, man. I yeah, I was such a geek. I loved reading, um, loved writing. Um, oh, there was an yeah. When I was little, these are the kinds of gifts that I would get, not just from my parents, but from my, oh, especially my mum's side, because. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm one of the youngest cousins on my mom's side. And so all of my older cousins, they would get like books, um, lots of serio, like uh, Maori books for some reason. Um, so I, I grew up reading like Hatupatu and <laughs> I forgot the story now. Uh, yeah, it's with a cloak. Um, that book about the huia with, um, yeah, yeah, I grew up with all those books as gifts. They would get them for me for uh, my birthdays. So that was wow. another thing. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I was a geek. <laughs> Let me just backtrack a little bit. For those, you know, every time Monty mentions her dad, I can't help but laugh. Like, her dad is the comedian. If you know, you know. <laughs> Everyone knows your dad, oh, Monty's dad is the comedian. And, you know, my parents have a lot of funny memories um, and just really fond memories with your parents. I just, that I, I was thinking about that as you were, yeah. as you were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but your dad is also um, really renowned for his piano playing. I mean, he is he is a goat. He has been around for many years, you know, serving mm-hmm. in the church as a pianist, um, you know, composing music and teaching for the choir. Yeah. Then you have your mum, who is, man, she's been sewing. She's a seamstress. She's been sewing. <laughs> For years, making your clothes. She yeah. made my white Sunday clothes. Did you ever take piano lessons? Did you, are you good at sewing? Like, you know, because your parents both have these amazing talents. And do you get any of that from, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Are you, do you know how to sew like mom? Do you play a little bit of piano? Or did you ever take piano, uh, piano lessons? Yeah. Well, I can sew in a straight line. <laughs> That's a start. I, I can do this. Yeah, but no, nah, I cannot. I can't sew. Um, yeah, my mom's really, you obviously know she's really good. And maybe it's that's the reason, eh? When your when your mom like when your mom is really good, you don't need to know it. But in saying that, I should, oh, yeah, I need to learn. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad, yeah, my this is another one that my mom always says, Oh, my mom will go I I I took lessons like piano lessons mm. right from maybe four years old. Wow. Yeah, my parents invested in things like that, even though they didn't have much, you know, in their pay, you know, their salary on that that kind of stuff. But they, I would I would get random tutoring like that. Um, they paid for piano lessons because I I couldn't learn from my dad. I don't know why, like mm. not listening or something. <laughs> <laughs> to your own parent yeah I don't know 
Um, so I had to, yeah, I learned piano from about four years old to, yeah, my last like lesson was in year, year 10. Mm. So, um, yeah, I didn't, oh, to be honest, it, it never, <laughs> I guess everyone has different talents, eh? Um, maybe it skipped me. <laughs> yeah. But um, the thing with piano lessons, um, it was funny because I was not good at practical. It would take me mm -hmm. hours to, especially the, um, what's this? Not treble. Um, see, I can't yeah. even remember the term. What's the left hand? The left hand. Something clear. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, I just could not, like, I don't know, I couldn't, it took me ages to learn a piece, mm. but the thing that I excelled in was the, um, the theory, the theory mm. test. So I can still remember what, you know, Andante, Allegro, the Menuendo, <laughs> and I those terms. Um, I remember one time we had to go do the exams cause I, I, well, I, I made it to the exams, <laughs> um, and I, I think I oof, I just passed the practical test. But the theory one, I got like 90, like I passed with distinction. Wow. And that's that's the only certificate from piano that uh, is worth keeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so kind of know. <laughs> Man, that's, that's so interesting. Um, I guess the next question really is how did you, I mean, Obviously, hearing you now, it's like it was meant to be. You were destined <laughs> to become some kind of writer, right? So how did you get into journalism? How did you get into, well, like, did you know in high school that that's what you wanted to be? Like, or was it something that you just figured out when you got to uni? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like see how I mentioned that I started writing like in primary school and mm. um, reading and listening to, um, there was this other kind of um, gifts that my, my mom always bought me. She bought me like maybe five of these, you know, those books that you, you get the book, like Disney book and there's yeah. a tape that goes with it. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes, so yes, yes. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, CD. Oh, CD's old <laughs> um, I would put the tape in in the cassette thing and um listen to it and read it, you know, with the story. Yeah. Um anyway, um like it started from yeah, it started from a young age, but I didn't know that was journalism. Eh? I, right. I just liked I liked stories. And then it wasn't until, um, like, my whole, oh, yeah, I want to say primary, my whole, like, primary, um, oh, no, wait, I'm lying. In primary, I wanted to be an artist. Oh. Yeah, when I got to, um, oh, that's one thing that's kind of from my parents, my my mom, that mm. part of creativity was, yeah, art. Um, but anyway, um, in intermediate, I always wanted to be a lawyer, so... That was my goal from leaving intermediate to high school. It was always to be a lawyer. Like that was the that was the aim. Mm -hmm. And then um in 2001, no, 2001, um, September 11th happened. Mm. And I was uh I was 14. It was mm. year 10. Yeah, I remember it was Mufti Day. Um, and we got to school that morning and oh everyone knows like like everyone who was at school that day, there was no there was no class in the the morning because everyone like was watching what had happened, not on our phones because we didn't have any. But um, 
yeah, the teachers just like cancelled all the lessons and just brought in the TV. We were just watching the news and that. Mm-hmm. And um, man, that whole month, like, you know, I was just glued to the TV. I I read every single article I read mm-hmm. that I could obviously read or get my hands on. Um, I would watch the news. I would listen to the radio. Um, and I just realized that, uh, like, because I've always liked history as well. So yeah. I just realized that that was like um, like history in the making, you know, it's it's happening now, but it's always going to be historic. Mm. Um, and the stories that were coming out of those, see, my love of stories was like, obviously everyone knew the stories of like pain and um, heartbreak and, you know, everyone was mourning the deaths that happened and even the hatred, like mm. there was all these um, kinds of stories. But then, the other stories that we were starting to see were like stories of heroism and um, like hope and mm. yeah. And yeah, it made me think like far out, I want to be part of that history. I want to help tell those people's stories um, one day. So yeah, that was the spark was something terrible that happened. Um, but that was, that was the spark September 11th. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what your first very first story like so you went to you went to school uh you went to uh mm-hmm. university you studied you graduated then you be then you get a job and you find yourself in the setting where you're like wow okay i'm doing my part for society you know and now i get to write these stories mm-hmm. um and do you remember the very first story that you wrote um like at uni or um once you became like once you graduated and you were actually in working for you know for a newspaper and oh my gosh I can't remember the very first story Mm. um no I can't remember oh Mm. man I want to say that I do but the first story that I remember (laughs) that I Mm. that I remember like the first one that comes to mind is um Mm. was when I was at uni though I was uh, Mm. um my final year of journalism. Right. Um, oh, I have to mention this because, like, this is typical Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I needed, uh, yeah, this is honestly, it's true. Um, like, every week we get, like, a challenge. Mm. or not a challenge, but you try to find a story, to write a story, and then find a publication to 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 print it. Mm. Um, and I'm not being an egg, but nearly every one of my stories was printed, like, published. Um, yeah, by the Western leader. <laughs> yeah, West Auckland, what's up? Yeah, because um, like each week I would send out a text to all my cousins and all, <laughs> to all like random people at church. Like, oh man, do you guys have you guys done anything good or right. you know are you hearing about anything that's happening in the community? Um, so one of my first stories was um, uh, one of my cousins, Sarah, she, she was in um. She was in uh, South Africa at the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, she was doing uh, like a, what's it called? uh, Yeah. Exchange program. eh? Like, yeah. yeah. She was in, she was at high school. Um, And I interviewed her like, um, you know, just about what, what, what life is like in South Africa Mm -hmm. for her. It was this real short piece, but um, she talked about how, yeah, cultural differences and, um, Mm -hmm how she went to, um, that she learned about Nelson Mandela and 
um, yeah, and it got printed, <laughs> it got published. Um, and another story was, um, this one was really hard. Uh, we had to, one week we had to find a sports story. Mm. And um, I was like, oh my Lord, I'm going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> um, one day I was telling my dad, I was telling my dad, I was like, oh my gosh, dad, I got an assignment, but I don't know anyone who, you know, who, who does sports, like anyone worth, I mean, anyone worth, you know, like uh, interviewing. <laughs> and then he goes, so like I'm shocked that you're even asking that. And I was like, what? And he goes, Nico, Nico Appa. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, a beautiful man. Rest in peace to um Nico uh Manu. But um yeah, Nico oh, well then uh, yeah. he was getting ready to go to um the South Pacific Games. And I oh man. This, this is typical of us. Say eh? we we forget our own name. Eh? We forget what's happening in our own, <laughs> like our own church or our own um like family. Mm. And but I was like, ah, Nico, he's going to. And I was like, for what? And he goes, oh, oh sad, right? And, you know, I was like, because I, you know, I wasn't. And he was like, yeah. what do you mean for what? For kiki, kiki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And oh, man. Like, of course, yeah. And so, oh, man, I I think I called him up, like found this their phone number and called up and you know said oh Nico please um can I interview you after church <laughs> on Sunday and I literally did that like after church one Sunday um we're, I, we went out into the car park near his car and we'll follow that's his wife yeah. on the other side just <laughs> just waiting and yeah I was just um interviewing him about um his life and you know how's his excitement going to Samoa mm -hmm. Oh, was it Samoa? Yeah, I can't remember now, but yeah, they were heading to the South Pacific Games. But he talked about like, you know, he wants more Pacific and Samoan um, people to get into cricket, not just rugby and league, like get into cricket. You know, we can swing and we can smash it out as seen in like Ross Taylor, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was like, oh man, I need a photo of you. And he goes, oh, I, I brought my helmet. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, his cricket helmet. Um, and that was the photo, yeah. And that, that story ran. Yeah, um, I remember. Story, yeah, my sports story was that that week was the only sports story that got published. Um, yeah. yeah, and then everyone thought I was the man until they found out he was from my church. <laughs> <laughs> man, you are awesome, sis. Uh, rest in love to Manu and and shout out to the uppers. I mean, yeah, you know, like you said, you just didn't realize. Hello, right there in the community in the church. You know, there were people, man. Yeah. Just oh, I forgot to mention. Hmm? I forgot to mention, like, this is another weird connection to church mm -hmm. um, in my career. Do you remember our um, youth service at Avondale College? <laughs> Willy Wonka? Oh, of <laughs> course. Do you remember what I did? No, what did you do? <laughs> remind me, remind me, remind me. Oh, yeah, what were you? You're that blueberry girl. Oh, no. What no, were you? I was in the sound booth doing the oh. tech. <laughs> Who was the blueprint? Oh, Helen. Um, <laughs> um, I was one of the reporters. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, that's yeah. right. Hello. How could we weird. forget? I thought you were going to say weird. I was the person that set off the alarm, but um, no, sorry, that wasn't. <laughs> sorry, wait, was it? That's oh. right. Anyway, whole nother chapter, whole um. nother story. <laughs> Yeah, I was me and Tia. I was one of the reporters, like obviously saying, and the next golden ticket has been found in Russia or whatever it was. Um, 
after that, after that, and that was the same year, 2001. Mm. After that, um, that night, I came outside and a lady came up to me and said, hey, Moana, have you ever thought about journalism? And, bro, I just laughed. I, I laughed at her and then I looked at her and she was dead serious. And that was another spark. Like, there was, I don't know, it was just meant to be that year. Because mm. I remember that was in June or July. And then September 11th happened and obviously September Man, That is so many moments there, eh? so many yeah. key moments that you now look back and reflect yeah. on. That's just, if, um, if you could just let everyone know, sis, like what is your official job title? You know, what is it that you do every day? What is your career? What What is it? Drop the knowledge. Okay, I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'm a journalist for the New Zealand Herald. that out already, go ahead. Yeah. I'm a journalist for the New Zealand Herald. I've been a journalist there for, um, oh, so next month will be 14 years. Wow. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so I've been a reporter, um, obviously, over those years, and um, I've just been given a new role, actually, um, as Pacifica editor. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. I'm pro I'm obviously late to the to the thing, but congratulations, sis. That's Thanks, awesome. No, nah, you're not late. This is uh yeah, I only started last week, so yeah, um reads with Rosa. <laughs> we have a first exclusive on the Reads with Rosa podcast. <laughs> yeah, That's but awesome. yeah, it's funny because people like Samoans they'll ask me what I do and um some Samoans are like dry, eh? Like <laughs> I'll say, Oh, Tusi Salah. <laughs> You know, obviously, <laughs> journalists, and they're like, "Oh, fight <laughs> Tala!" <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> fight me! <laughs> yeah, but man, our people are funny. Eh? Oh yeah. my goodness! So yeah. then, so man, that's so cool. And then, so then, a regular day from you, uh, for you, like, it's, yeah. you could be working in the morning or in the afternoon, evening. Take yeah. us through a regular day for you. Oh, so. Like, okay, if I was, like, oh, I was going to say growing up, but, like, throughout most of my years, we have shifts. So you're either working, like, morning shift or an afternoon shift or a night shift. Um, morning shifts are, like, normal, like, 8 to eight to 9. Oh, sorry, 8 to 9. 8 to 5. Um, and then afternoon shift is 12 to 8. And then the night shifts are, like, oh, man, no one wants that. It's, like, 4 to 12. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Um, it's just when the paper goes to bed. Um, but over the, yeah, so it's for the last three years, because my dad, yeah, he went through some things mm. like in 2019. And so I was off for about five months. Mm. Um, but when I came back, I specifically asked for the early morning reporter um, job because um, I could take dad to his appointments after work. Yeah, yeah, in the afternoons. So, yeah, a regular day at the moment is... Like I start at 5 a.m. Um, because we're working from home because mm. um, is, oh, sorry, New Zealand is in red alert. Um, yeah, we've been working from home since like August. So oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's wow. pretty intense. Um, so I wake up, yeah, obviously get ready for like coming to the next room. Five <laughs> <laughs> um, a.m. Um, okay, so my duties are like, um, I have to obviously just quickly check what um, the night reporter had just hand, handed over. So mm. I just read through what they left. So they finish at midnight. Mm. So, you know, they just outline, oh, yeah, 
might want to check on the queen. You know, she's not very well. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is just a hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, she just like puts in like, um, oh yeah, there was a crash last night. Maybe check on, you know, how they're doing. Um, so stuff like that. I just gotta check up, and then I check in with police, um, emergency mm-hmm. services, firefighter, firefighter, uh, fire emergency services. Um, yeah, just to check if there was any like significant things that happened overnight. Because mm-hmm. um, police, yeah, that's that's what police do. They they tell the media. <laughs> Um, what happened the night before if there was like you know a five car crash or something on the southern motorway or something like that and then um yeah from like 6 a.m uh onwards it's like covid (laughs) it's just covid coverage basically um because that's basically what's happening at the moment but yeah it depends on what's happening like yeah obviously if you know when prince philip died then (laughs) that's what we're looking at um yeah, it just depends on the daily daily mm. news, I guess. You know, does your phone have to be on all the time? Like, I know that you say, you know, like, for, so for now you're working from the morning shift onwards, but when you're, when you leave that room that you're in, the workroom, and to go <laughs> into family time, do you have to keep your phone on? Are you on call or is it, or you can actually shut that down, like, Family time is family time, work is work. Yeah. I, yeah. Like after work, honestly, I do not, I try not to watch the news Mm. or try not to, um, I just try to go take a break. Like, you know, it's finished, work is finished. Go, go have a nap or something. Go have a, um, I was going to say something random. (laughs) Like, like, fussy more or something. Like, just go. go outside you know just just mm. just i'm saying like just during these times hey it's such like covid 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 right <laughs> so i just try to yeah just try to tune out but um it does have to take like it takes like a big event or something mm. massive for the boss to call you know we need we need reporters like can you log on mm. or can you come into the office um if it wasn't for covid um yeah, there would still be times where you could just regu- you, your boss could call up and say, "Oh, get your passport. We we need you to go to need you on a flight." Um, yeah. Um, uh, the the most recent thing where I must have, oh, actually, I volunteered because um, was the Tongan volcano right. eruption. Yeah, because it happened on like a Saturday, mm. and yeah, there's not. Uh, yeah, I think there there weren't many people on, so I just. I just called and said, oh, I just logged on and I was like, okay, I, I've got Tonga. I'm, I'm going to help with the Tonga coverage. Mm. Um, yeah, but other times, like um, the the Samoan tsunami, when that happened mm. in 2009, like the morning that, yeah, I, I, I was meant to be on leave like that last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was not. <laughs> I was on a plane to Samoa like in two days. Wow. Um. Yeah, you just, that's just weird about news. Eh? You just never know. Mm. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for COVID, I'd, I'd probably been, you know, I probably would have been sent to Tonga. Right. Um, yeah, but it's just just dependent, dependent mm. on the event. Um, the only other big things that um, have had the boss call, you know, was like um, the Christchurch earthquake. Mm. Uh, and obviously the terror, terror attack in um, 2019 in Christchurch. 
Um, those are the kinds of things that like, if your boss hasn't called you already, just, just go into the office. Like that's right. massive. We need help. Yeah. Man. Um, I know that you said the last time you were at work was, I mean, you've been working from home, but um, I wanted to know prior to COVID, um, if I was a fly on the wall in your workplace or the office space, what would I be hearing? You know, I guess I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. we're just trying to, you know, I want to get an idea of, um, you know, like what is the vibe? Um, yeah. Is it just a whole bunch of people just head down working or is it, or is that I watch too much TV and that's what I imagine it to be? Yeah. If I was a fly on the wall, what would what sound what would I be hearing or seeing? Um, yeah, again, dependent on what's happening. Um it, it can be like completely silent, which is which is really weird, you know, for people to to think because you you know you see other movies like Spi Spider-Man, not Spider-Man, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> um you know, they like everyone's like bustling around every the scene as busy as but that kind of thing only like really really happens when um breaking news is like happening like something big is happening in the world um oh man it's some of my favorite times like you know the tvs uh, oh because the 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 newsroom is like filled surrounded with tv station uh, tvs with different tv stations on so like sky news bbc um al jazeera um cnn like uh so when something big happens like all of a sudden the volumes go up and <laughs> we're all trying to listen to, you know, there's been a shooting in mass shooting in America or something like that. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, like in those crazy times, yeah, you'll hear like yelling, like, where's the complaint? <laughs> I need that story now. Um, Moana. <laughs> I, um, you know, it would just be like voices and, you know, somebody get on the phone to police, you know, stuff like that. But other than that, um, yeah, it's just normal. It's just quite. Oh, you know what? I can't. I don't know what normal is because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I'm know, I was, I was wondering about. Um, you know, obviously this day and age that we live in, like the twenty-four hours, uh, news cycle, and yeah. then social media feeds with so many different news platforms on there. Um, how often? Like, is it? you know, these days in terms of journalism, well, in terms of reporting, is it just normal for reporters to kind of be checking social media for, uh, I guess, connections to uh, news, big news stories? Like, is that, it's just kind of the way to go these days, you know, like linking and connecting with sources through social media, through Twitter, you know, getting footage. Is that, is that, kind of like a, the norm now? I, I'm not saying that it is, but is it a thing? Are yeah. you, yeah. The, like how big of a role does social media and, you know, play in terms of, um, you know, getting that um, research and important, I mean, just the fact that I'm saying get research off social media, oh my <laughs> God, not, not cool. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the reason why I ask is because I, I think on Twitter, you know, you when something big happens and you see yeah. people in comments like, oh, okay, I'd like to credit your video for this new story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, and I've always wondered, wow, you know, when these big exclusive stories break, like, is that kind of the thing is 
to try and turn to see what's going on, like, you know, yeah. in New Zealand social media and pulling from there or, I mean, yeah. you know. Um, man, that just shows like how the world has changed too, eh? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, social media is like, oh, fire out. How do, I can't even describe it, eh? It's like, um, for people, it's just normal now. Um, mm. Whereas they don't, like lots of people now cannot remember life without social media or before before social media. I guess yeah. we're lucky in that way. Eh? We we grew up right. before the internet. Oh well, far out. We sound yeah. like ancient people. <laughs> um, yeah. But yes, I, we do. We do um, approach people when like because a lot of people, man, they 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 start talking about it, or you know, if there's a if there's something happening down like down the road. Mm. Um, just up the road from you, your house. You know, a lot of people now they they tend to go, oh, far out. Anyone know what's happening in uh, Triangle Road or you know whatever whatever right. it is? Oh, shout out to the West Auckland. Um, <laughs> why did I jump on West Auckland Road? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then videos. Yeah, they pop up videos straight away. Go start going live. Um, we we've seen that in lots of big stories. Um recently um i think we saw uh, the the example that you mentioned um yeah we 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 do because when i say we like all media mm. we'll approach someone who's obviously taken a video because i guess we obviously just want to make sure that you know we're giving due credit and right, um, right. Um, mm. like one example i remember was um when the fakari um white island um volcano erupted in New Zealand in mm. 2000 and, oh man, I can't even remember it now. Was that last year? No, the year before. Mm. Um, and there was, there were tourists who had just come come off the island. Do you remember? Wow. Like, and they- no, I didn't even know it erupted, but thank you, okay. <laughs> yeah, they started taking videos and um, mm. like obviously all, everyone just wanted to get their videos. Um, there was also that famous video posted on Facebook, um, like, of uh, I won't say his name the mm -hmm. the mosque terror attack oh uh, yes yes the terrorist yeah. yeah he was he was um arrested mm. I, like I don't to this day I don't know who took that video but far out if they had sold it to the media they might have got a lot of money um mm. and then of course social media is used for yeah bad things um obviously right. with the the Christchurch terrorist mm. he used it for a different he used it as a platform for his own sort of um agenda mm. but i actually didn't watch it i don't know if you watched it sis but um yeah because obviously my dad was in hospital at that time and so mm. we were at hospital and i saw it come up but mm. I, I i some of my cousins had already started saying don't don't open it don't open it you know you don't want to watch it and so i just flicked past it so yeah i guess i'm lucky i didn't watch it mm. yeah but yeah we do use social media to reach out to people yeah I was wondering about um, your new role, you know, you know, Pacific editor. Like, what does that entail? I don't know how much you can say, or I guess how 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 does that new role? Like, how has it changed? Like, what has changed in terms of this new role and what you were doing before? Yeah. Um, so before I was doing like um, Pacific stories, like uh, random like Pacific events and things like that. But I guess I was more of a, just a normal reporter, like, right. you know, because I, 
was helping with um sorry i was i was doing you know that was my role as a breaking like a live live reporter mm. it would just be based off like whatever is happening in the world like that would be my story you know would be chasing that whatever is happening in new zealand or around our communities but um the new role is about yeah it's just i guess it's pretty exciting like it just shows like um an acknowledgement of like um new zealand today mm. like you know the face of new zealand like the diversity that's in new zealand and particularly the the pacifica community because far out we're there's so many of us here <laughs> mm. um and so my role as pacifica editor is like um taking into account oh sorry no sharing um our pacific stories like our people what people are talking about in our communities maybe um the issues that are impacting them mm -hmm. um like yeah profiles random profiles on uh, maybe interesting people or people who are making moves in different parts of society um yeah yeah it's, it's that's so exciting because, you know, um, is it a role that another Pacifica uh, reporter was in or was it a newly created role? Um, you know, like, it's just so cool to hear that you're at the helm of, of, of this, you know, that you're taking charge of this and just, you know, yeah. we always talk on here about, like, amplifying Pacifica voices and having our people telling the stories and, sharing the narratives oh, that's so cool sis seriously yeah i might interview you one day <laughs> yeah, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's honestly man like yeah. man i i look forward to hearing um or just to seeing like you know yeah. what what comes from this and the work that you're you and your team are going to be putting in man mad props sis um you know for those who are listening who are wanting to go into journalism wanting to become reporters what are they what do you need to do what you know do you need to be a reader do you need to be someone that's like in tune with what like what advice do you have for them um firstly believe in yourself like you can't you can't get anywhere if you don't like have that self you know that self like fire oh self fire i'm just making up things <laughs> um okay. like self belief eh? that fire inside yeah. you like nah i got this you know i can do this um make sure you believe in yourself um the second piece of advice i guess would be yeah just do it like if you <laughs> uh sort out sort out what you need to do you know if you gotta um get get your grades up if you're in high school obviously mm -hmm. then your subjects need to be like uh, you know can't be really science focused <laughs> um <laughs> get into yeah make sure you um enroll or not enroll um yeah like pick uh, like media studies or English or history. Um, yeah, honestly, when I started, what is it, 14? I was 14 when that dream happened. And from that age, I started changing my entire path so that it would lead to, um, for me at the time, it was AET, a communications um, degree. Um, and I still have it. I had, Oh, man, I should have... I should really frame it. I had this piece of paper where I wrote goals. I went to a, a camp in year 12. Hmm. So I was 16. And um, it was called Dream Fauna. It was a Pacific. Right. Yeah. You probably heard of it. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, I wrote that. I wrote it down. I wrote um, my goal one day is to be a successful journalist. Mm. And I mean, I don't know if I'm sorry. Shouldn't say I'm successful, but yes, um, she's super humble. She is. She is. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Like write down your goals. Like stick it on the walls. Um, make sure you believe in yourself, and then you know your <laughs> what's the word? Like your dream is not going to come true if you don't move. Like make the moves now to to get to it like yeah um get your grades up and um but like in general like you know if you're if that's what you want to if that's the kind of thing that you want to do then um you kind of need to be a person who yeah a read like get to know like read what's happening in the world like um get up get schooled on current events and um um talk to people like oh man i don't know if there's a there is a bit of a thing now with I, I don't know how young you have to be but this is a bit kind of like anti-social you know you're trying to talk to someone but they're on their phone like get off your phone <laughs> like talk to people you know uh, a lot of the stories out there just come from like talking to random people uh or not like just randomly go up to someone but do you know what I mean like talk talk to people in your community your cousins your your friends people at church like stories come out of there all the time um and make sure this is such a good piece of advice i think i got it from my dad is one word listen like <laughs> listen for listen for stories around you um listen to people's views on things listen to um like uh their ideas or like some of the issues that are happening um and also don't forget that, especially as islanders, because I forget all the time. Don't mm. forget that what is normal to us is not normal to other people. Like, mm. <laughs> so those things are also stories. Like, for example, you and I grew up like going to Sunday school. We like what is normal is like suing a fefeau and like Sunday. That is yeah. so normal to us. Yeah. But I think I was telling someone one time. Oh no, it was because I walked into work. Um. I had to go into work last minute on a Sunday. I know, sorry, sort of sapaki. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was after church, obviously, because I was dressed in white. It was a white Sunday. Yeah, it was a look Um And someone was like, oh, where are you going? <laughs> where have you come from? And I was like, oh, it's white Sunday. And then someone else was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw all these kids, you know, walking outside church. Yeah, they must have been doing this Savali. Mm -hmm. um and that made me think like man i should have done a story like you know a lot of people would have been wondering like oh my gosh what's happening <laughs> it <was> like, what? <laughs> so stories like come out of like our own people but our own experiences just make sure that you you know keep an eye out or just open your mind um mm -hmm. to the stories around you yeah that it's funny that you mentioned uh white sunday because <laughs> that's perfect um, that leads us perfect, perfect time to bring it up because it leads us into our next uh, part of the podcast. Um, growing yes. up in the Ifakasa, um, you know, what are three of your most memorable moments of junior youth? Ifakasa, Teretu, if you can, I mean, oh, I mean just. <laughs> I would have filtered it, but now nah, I'm just going to bring it up. Um, <laughs> As soon as you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was um, 
like it was when I was really young. Um, I was yeah, I was really young in the junior youth, and I probably I think I was like twelve, mm-hmm. so I was pretty young. Um, so maybe I was the youngest. Me and Safa, I think, mm-hmm. we were the youngest ones in youth, and um, we were practicing for youth um, service. We used to, our youth services, Tatatua Pakasa, were legendary. We always had good youth services. And um, this one was, there was one year that, um, oh, this was when wrestling was really popular. Yeah. yeah. And there was one that, I don't know, I don't know what the end goal was. <laughs> like, we had different wrestlers, like we had Undertaker, <laughs> The Rock, um, yeah. Lily, who's, The Rock is now FFL. <laughs> <laughs> and um I don't know what Bob was doing. I don't, I don't know. Do, you, do you know the memory? I know what you're gonna say? <laughs> but Bob, my little Bob, um the man, like this is that practice. He was on the we we're on the stage. And the man like just like I don't know what's it called, like a Samoan drop or something. He just <laughs> ran towards the wall and just like went like that ricocheted off the wall and then went like that down to the person and Everyone was like, oh! <laughs> he stood up thinking like, you know, we we're applauding him like he was the man. But Leno, like, he didn't know. There's a massive wall on, there's a massive wall on the wall now. <laughs> that was the middle of the Pulela. <laughs> yeah. I will never forget that moment. <laughs> do not know. We fixed that, eh? We fixed that no, before. I, we did fix that, but it's so funny because I did not expect you to bring that up as one of your most memorable moments. But okay, there's one. Any other memorable moments? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Oh, okay, wait. Oh my gosh, this, this is another thing where the property was destroyed. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I was talk about. Younger. I think I was about nine or eight, and um. We've been, this is at the old church, like the old yeah. car park. And uh, we were playing outside and um, running up and down, like playing sprints. And um, I, I, you know, you got to touch the fence and then run back. And as I touched the fence, my hand went through the fence. <laughs> broke the whole side of the fence. Oh, like the, the panel broke, broke through. And I turned around. And the only person who witnessed this was Philly. Philly, <laughs> <laughs> my <mama. laughs> And um, he looked at me and he was like, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, please, please, no, no. Anyway, um, that was, yeah, nothing happened after that. No, wait, nothing happened after that. But that Sunday, that Sunday, <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're sitting inside. Oh my gosh, why am I nervous? <laughs> Are you confessing after all these years? <laughs> we're sitting in Sunday school, and um, lucky the FPL stood up and was like, Who broke that fence? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I was like, I, Oh man, that's my CCA. I did not, I did not raise my hand, stay down. <laughs> I did not say anything. I just sat there and um, I like was makasipping to Fiti. That man was on jazz. He didn't tell on me at all. And I was like, brothers. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Oh, man, that is so funny. <laughs> and, 
Oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm sure people come up with um meaningful ones. I need some meaningful memory. My third memory. <laughs> oh, nah, it's not. I, I don't know. Uh, the ones that are coming to mind are just from my childhood. The third memory is like um is I don't know. It's just our tradition, eh? Tiaratu Fakasa kids. Um, we just every Saturday before Sunday, White Sunday, we play water balloons. Water balloon fights. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's such a. I don't know why we do that. Eh? <laughs> After everything's cleaned, we start throwing, we fuck with all the water balloons, and yeah, but those are my memories. <laughs> oh my god, that threw me off. I did not expect a big confession then. <laughs> Let me just fly along on my colossal for you. <laughs> Maybe mute. <laughs> oh man, just that was good times, man. That oh, that was yeah. hilarious. You know, as a Sunday school teacher, favorite Bible story that you like to share with the kids? Yeah. Oh, um, well, because we haven't had Sunday school in ages because of COVID. <laughs> but, <laughs> From memory. Um, one of my favorite stories. Um, oh, this is another place where I obviously learned stories the Bible, yeah. Obviously, those are the kinds of things that we grow up with. But, um, my one of my favorite stories from the Bible is, um, oh, actually, I have two. One is Daniel. Daniel, um, Daniel, oh, I'm saying, I'm thinking of it in Psalm 1. Uh, yeah. What is Anga? Um, cave. Daniel yeah, the lion's den. Yeah. Um, Daniel and um, the story of Solomon. Mm. I just think that's such a cool story. How um, the yeah the story about the baby. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just think oh, I don't know. I don't know. Those are the stories that that um, inspire me <laughs> in different ways. Um, particularly Daniel's story because. Um, I'm sure lots of Samoans have this photo, or not photo, um, image in their house. Like mm. one of my aunties and uncle, they had at their house um, an image of Daniel and all the lions mm. behind him. And this, this was one of the images that I always like used to look at. The other one, this is Kapaleo and Shingi's house. <laughs> the other <laughs> one, they, yeah, the other one that they used to have was um, an image of Jesus um, knocking on the door. Uh, there's no handle because obviously you have to open the door on the other side. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, you know, um, people always talk about Efakasa um, and, and, you know, young people, you know, the youth leaving to go to other uh, churches and things like that. Uh, what are ways that we can... Um, keep you know what can our church do do you think do you believe um to to kind of like keep our our youth um in the church you know what are some things that they can do to kind of like keep them encouraged and to keep them there um you know in the church yeah um i think we're already starting to see it to be honest mm. or slowly slowly starting to see it um we're seeing like adaptations happening at church like i remember i still remember the first time uh or one of the first times when um we got a band like a band band equipment 
at church like mm. that was never heard of before mm. um <clears throat> we never had <laughs> we never had a full-on band at church um but then obviously we had fever like yeah like I think that's one of the ways that um like our church leaders are starting to adapt or listen mm. you know trying to incorporate the youth in different ways um uh, whereas like maybe other times you would just associate that with other churches like AOG maybe um but they're starting to use that you know they're starting to use um like for example yeah the band or um I'm not sure praise and worship but no no I take that back yeah we use praise and worship sometimes as well um another thing I see is um English mm. like you know, we're starting to hear it in the launga, like the faithful will or our or whoever will will translate. Hey, we'll translate. Um, I always think like, oh yeah, that's for the youth, you know. Um, and uh, people who grew up in that Yafakasa know that Fasa was like is very important. Like, um, I mean, we grew up in the Yafakasa and know that how you know our Fasa is pretty solid. But um, I see that that change. I see them adapting to probably to help get the message out more, mm. um, the, the word of God to to younger people to make sure that yeah, because still there are people who Fasamwa is not very good. Mm. Um, going forward, um, yeah, I think just to just to keep listening and to keep not changing, not necessarily changing, but like adapting and making sure that you still understand what um young people are into especially um i just the other day oh no sorry just earlier i saw that um we we're still running our kirikiki competitions mm. like that's pretty cool like it's still a fakasa i think we won but <laughs> um, <laughs> i think we won today yeah the, the, i'm pretty sure we won if we didn't okay, well, yeah that's what's up <laughs> If we didn't, then yeah, sorry, fake news today. Um, <laughs> we'll blame the reporter for yeah. that one. <laughs> but, but see, stuff like that eh, is like, um, make sure you still incorporate the youth. I think that's so important, man. Um, other parts of, like, I've heard of other churches as well starting to to use the the youth in like more. I don't want to say senior roles, but do you know what right. I mean? Like, use them in, um, like ways that weren't traditionally used like or leadership like, leadership yeah. roles within the yeah maybe not necessarily like gilkupe but but like <laughs> yeah, like starting to be a uh, on that yeah. level eh? yeah um and oh man i just want to do a shout out to um our young church leaders like mm. yeah you got nelly and Bama as well mm. but um like uh selena and fotu berlini uh, um papakura fakasa mm. like those young people are still coming up, uh, oh, sorry, in their churches already. Yeah. Like, I see them, like, still, like, far out. They bring out they bring out the youth programs and mm. a lot of them involvement with the youth, which I think is really, really important. And I'm um, looking forward to seeing what, like, you know, the future church leaders will bring too because obviously we've got my law and um, still got a lot of what was coming through too. Mm. Just looking for wives. <laughs> yeah. yeah fx fx that's what's up just, you know had to get that in there i have some book questions for you just real quick um, oh, okay. physical, yeah physical book ebook yeah. or audiobook oh physical 
Bookmark or dog ears? <laughs> oh, I love bookmarks, but I can never <laughs> find one. So dog ears, yeah. <laughs> Read with the dust jacket on or remove it? Um, <laughs> depends. I don't know why it depends. If it's really fun, I'm lovely, then I'll take it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like that too. Short story or novel? Oh, novel. I'm not very, I'm not a short story person. <laughs> okay. Stop reading when you're tired or taking breaks after each chapter? Oh, no. The first one, when you're tired. I've read a book like in 24 hours oh, or yeah. less. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, it was a dark and stormy night or once upon a time oh it was a dark and stormy night <laughs> me too me too okay uh buy a book or borrow a book oh what did you say hire buy a book oh. or borrow a book if i can't find it i'll buy it okay yeah okay. yeah uh keep the book throw it away or sell it Oh, depends. Um, I've never thrown away a book. Yeah, so definitely keep, uh, keep, or I have sold books. Uh, yeah, okay. I do sell books on Trade Me, yeah. Okay, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Shut up, Trade Me. Uh, new <laughs> books or used books? Oh, both. Used books are like, oh, there's some kind of history in there, but then new books is like, oh, that feeling of a new book. <laughs> yeah. Single volume or reading a series? Oh, series. I love series. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite author? I want to say J.K. Rowling. Um, but in recent times, or maybe a few years ago now, um, Amanda Hocking. Oh, never read her books, but I will look up after this. Yeah. Favorite genre of books? Um, youth fantasy. Ooh. Favorite oh, no, sorry. Yeah, young adult, like young adult, yeah. But yeah, fantasy. I like fantasy. <laughs> okay, okay. Favorite book that was made into a movie? Um, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. Um, oh man, there's too many. But um, I loved Hunger Games. Mm. Yeah, Hunger Games, and uh, maybe more recently, um. The Fault in Our Stars and okay. Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> what is a plot that you've always wanted written but isn't published yet? Oh, my gosh. Um, Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Harry Potter's kids. <clears throat> like, yeah, I just need more of that world, like Harry Potter's kids' world. Yeah. Okay. Um, Self-care, how do you look after yourself uh, when you're not looking after, you know, when you're not having family time, when you're not working? Yeah. Um, obviously now, especially working from home for such a long time, how do you take, uh, what do you do to look after yourself to, you know, take care yeah. of you? Yeah. Um, I'm quite weird. Um, <laughs> um uh, yeah I okay it depends on the day like if I'm feeling like weird or like nice like if, if it's a nice day sorry then I'll go I'll go for a walk I'll go right. for a walk um or just chill outside like yeah um I like to hang the washing I like to do laundry I don't know why I like that chore um but see how is that self-caring like <laughs> I think it's just like the like you're you you've got something clean 
and yeah. laundered and now you've got you oh, i don't know this is sounding weird anyway um <laughs> <laughs> the other thing um i like to do is like um budgeting <laughs> i like like looking through my budget book and like making sure i've got the bills ready right. to be paid next week um what is upcoming up for akingae is it alofa <laughs> yeah 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 or um yeah what fun of love is happening that <laughs> fortnight Dude, that sounds stressful how is that <laughs> just, um, just kidding i know this is what i mean like i don't know why yeah i just i'm just a geek i like those organizing little things um but probably one of the things i always like doing like when i have the time is um i watch uh like really feel good movies so <laughs> um christmas movies like maybe not now but christmas movies always like make me feel good um like old school ones and but at the moment like um yeah i try not to watch like uh like indoor <laughs> yeah <laughs> i try not to watch like um like like down feeling down yeah. stuff like on netflix or whatever but so i watch um shine tv <laughs> um of that yeah i there's this um there's this series called Wind Calls the Heart. I don't know if you know about it. It's also a book, which I okay. have. <laughs> okay, I will look for it after this. Yeah. But yeah, um, I love watching that series. It's so oh man, it's so uplifting or something. I don't know. You okay. yeah, watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for it. I I yeah, it's important to yeah. Be uplifted, be in good spirits, you know, be in a good yeah. mindset, um, especially when oh. you're you know. Wait, sorry, I just realized this is a good movie too. Heaven is for real. Also a very good read. Okay. And Hidden Figures. Very oh, good movie. I've read it. I've read it. Are these yeah. your book recommendations, by the way? Oh, I don't know. I just had because yeah. I just realized like you might yeah, ask go me. Ahead, sis. Go ahead. Yeah. Then, go ahead right now. I haven't even read this and I have the book. The Luminaries. Oh. I have what is the luminaries oh my gosh this is so famous in new zealand oh yeah, it's by eleanor ketton okay I'm i haven't read the book yet but i've watched the series it's a series okay. on tv it's finished yeah but very good um series so i know look at it it's larger than my face so <laughs> i don't know i'll get to it at some point this is the problem as a reader you just have so many books that you have read <clears throat> i feel you okay yeah. so you got you Put up a couple of uh, goodies there. <laughs> I can't wait to look them up. Um, you know, I have, we're, we're wrapping up the podcast. I do want to ask, um, you know, planning a wedding during COVID, how are you <laughs> coping with that? How oh are gosh. you coping with that, sis? It is so stressful. <laughs> um, because, like, okay, so currently in Auckland, obviously, it's, oh, sorry, everywhere in New Zealand, it's, um, mm it's red alert and um your guests are ngaka 100 people right and so basically yeah that's really hard when you're someone <laughs> when your family takes up that 100 right i know it doesn't even it's like leg, I um yeah so it's really hard man but um like yeah i don't know if anyone else is planning a wedding during like if you're planning a wedding during a pandemic just what do you do? You just give it to God because, like, what else are you supposed to do? Wait, like, mm. you literally can't, <laughs> you can't do anything. Like, you just gotta, like, because honestly, right now it's like you're paying all the deposits, you're paying all the stuff. Mm. It's like 
chucking money into the air and hoping for the best. But um, yeah, nah, we've just decided like whatever happens, um, like that's God's will, that's God's will. And so mm. if it's a 10 people wedding, then got what you may on Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just gonna do it because, yeah. like, no one knows what the sun might gallop in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no one understands. <laughs> it's be upside down right now. <laughs> oh. might fall down tonight. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, hang in there, like you yeah. said, you know, hang yeah. in there. Um, all will be well. I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, as we wrap, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask future goals, dreams yeah. that you are yet to pursue, future aspirations. Oh, uh, yeah, I still got a couple of a couple of goals that I set like for myself as a teenager that I still haven't I still haven't uh, achieved, and so it's coming up. I'm sure. Well, yeah, was, I know if I just believe and work hard and pray hard, it will happen. A, um, I want to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> B, okay. Yeah, yeah. B, um, I know one day, like, journalism is not going to be the rest of my life. Like, I know mm. it's not going to be always. Um, and so my goal is to one day uh, be a children's author. <gasps> <laughs> what is, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. That's random ass. Um, no way, I, man. I can see it. Old people that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, buy a house. Yeah. That's and buy awesome. my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. You rock, sis. Like, honestly, you are amazing. You don't need me to tell you that yes. because people tell you that all the time. Uh, before I hand it over to you to wrap up the podcast with some more gems with some more words of wisdom and more words of encouragement it has been such an honor to have you on the podcast and just to be able to share a bit of your journey sis like man people don't even know there are so many layers to who you are to your identity and you don't know how grateful i am and appreciative that you took the time just to come on here. I know you're busy. I know you've got, you know, mom and dad. There's so many things going on right now for you as well as work. So this means a lot. You know, keep inspiring, um, you know, keep being um, an amazing leader in the community. And, you know, with the new role that you have at your work, you know, all the best, sis. I, I look forward to following that as well. And, um, yeah, just keep inspiring and keep being a change maker. You are amazing, and it's just man, it's an honor. Thank you for coming through. Thanks, Rosa. Thanks, sis. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> um, oh, nah, thank you. Thanks, heaps, sis. Thanks, you. Thank you, Reads with Rosa, for having us and for having us, for having me. What's the elephant? What's going on? Thanks. Um, no, thank you for inviting me, but thank you for this platform too, man. Such a cool platform to um, get out there and also listen to other people and um, just understand a bit of their lives as well. Eh? It's such a cool little platform. Um, oh, do you want me to say more? <laughs> like, um, just words of encouragement, uh, final words of wisdom for 
Um, I know you dropped some earlier, you talked about, you know, going into journalism, but so I guess just yeah. some general words of encouragement just to finish yeah. off. Um, I just want to remind people that like there will be hard days, like we're going through such a random time in the world's history right now. Um, and it's so hard, you know, there's so many, like you said, like different levels and different layers of what people are going through at the moment. But just um, just got to hang in there um, and just believe that, you know, we will come out of this and like there is hope at the end of the day um, to stay faithful and stay positive. Um, just not COVID positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that was random. Um, uh, just know that, yeah, I just wanted to say that because, like, in our line of work, uh, my line of work, like, there are times that, you know, it's, it's quite mean. Like, you do get, you know, you do get hate mail and um, there will always be haters. There will always be disbelievers. But um, just know that, you know, just know that people are rooting for you and people, like, believe in you too. A lot of the time those positive um, emails won't come, but the negative ones come, but... Right. You know, you just got to find it in yourself to understand that, you know, other people will always have agendas, but just stay stay in tune with your own self and your own faith. And if it's faith, then it's faith. But if it's another um, avenue, whether you reach out to someone else, then make sure you reach out to other people too. Um, yeah, now that was just my piece of encouragement because, yeah, it's so tough right now, man, um, all around the world. But, yeah, maybe that's a new saying, hey, stay positive, just not COVID positive. <laughs> I think that's going to be the episode title now. <laughs> 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 